Welcome everybody to another Wealthy Podcast. On this episode, we dive into one of my TikTok live events. I do these every Friday at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you have the time and you're available, we'd love to see you at one of those live events where I can answer some of your questions too. Enjoy the episode. So let's start off with CoreLogic's data and some of their most recent information they've given us about the approval ratings. So approvals is essentially when, when developers, homeowners go and want to build apartments, townhouses or, or buildings, they have to submit uh, a bunch of documentation and say, hey, I want to get an approval before you can start construction. The council will give them approval. Now, in July, we saw that approvals were down by 17.2%. And this is largely due to a, a very, very sharp decline in approvals for apartments. Basically, it's down 45%. So there are not enough apartments being approved. Now, paying attention to these approval ratings, what that actually means is that over the next 18 to 36 months, there is going to be a massive shortage of apartments in particular, but also townhouses and houses because there's a massive, massive undersupply of approvals coming into the market. Now, once a project gets approved, it takes about 18 to 24 months, maybe 36 months. And so that's a year and a half to maybe three years for it to be built and then ready to be bought, uh, ready to be moved into. So over the next 24 months on average, we're going to have a massive undersupply of apartments in the market. And the reason why I say there's going to be a massive undersupply is because, one, the approvals are down. Two, they're not going to be delivered. But three, the population is growing. There's a huge amount of migrants coming into our country, particularly over the next three years. They all need places to rent. There's a huge amount of students. There's also a lot of tourism coming back into the country. So there is a massive supply issue that we're facing over the next 24 months in the next two years. Now, the second part of the supply issue is building costs. Building costs keep on going up and it costs more and more for you to go and replace um, the house that you've got or to go and build new homes. Just to quote some of CoreLogic's data, they've got a report. It's called the Cordell Construction Cost Index. And it says here that for Q2 in 2022, the cost of construction has gone up by 10%. So a $300,000 property is going to cost $330,000. That's on average across the country. If you have a look at, if you have a look at, sorry, I've got a call. If you have a look at the data about what's making the different costs go up, largely it's being driven by steel. So that's the frames. Um, it's that's 40 that's gone up by 42% timber has gone up by 20% and it's not all states equally if I have to have a look at the data here Perth is one of one state that the construction costs have gone up the most then behind that you've got Melbourne Hobart and then Sydney so construction costs are going up across the country and in different states um, building materials are going up labor costs are going up Fortunately, with the, the influx of migrants, maybe the um, cost of labor will come down, but um, I don't see a build cost coming down for quite a while yet. 
So just to rehash, approvals are down, construction costs are going up. The last point that I want to point to here is that rents keep on going up. The cost to rent a property just keeps on climbing. So I'm going to pull up some data here. Rents have risen. This is a post by The Guardian recently. Rents have risen at their fastest rate in over 14 years. Um, and now, basically, because interest rates are going up, landlords are putting up their rents. There's also a problem because, because interest rates are going up, there's less people going out and buying homes. They're looking to keep on renting. They're moving out of mum and dad's house. They're moving out of whatever accommodation. Rather than buying a property and living in it, they're now renting for longer. So that's putting more and more stress on the rental system. Now, if we're going to extrapolate this over the next two years, we said earlier there's more migrants coming in, there's more students, and there's more tourism. These people are going to suck up a lot of the available properties in the rental market. Now, if there's a supply side shortage, there's less properties being developed, there's a lot of pressure on the building system, so it costs more to go and keep on constructing homes, and we've got more people coming into the country... There is a housing crisis that we're facing over the next couple of years. So I want to talk a little bit more about the rent and the year-on-year changes. I've got my, my laptop here. So the year-on-year change in demand for rental listings. So if you go to um, realestate.com, they've got a thing called Prop Track. And what you can do there is have a look at what's happening. Sorry about the background noise. I'll wrap up very soon. Basically, the top three places where there's the most amount of pressure is Melbourne. There's 60% change in demand year on year, where there's a huge amount of pressure on the rents in Melbourne. That's going to continue to climb. Behind that, there's um, a 50% change in inc- a 50% increase in the demand for rental properties in Sydney. And then behind that, you've got Brisbane, 32%. Behind that, you've got Adelaide, 30%. So Sydney and Melbourne, there's a 60 and 50% increase in the demand for rental properties. Now, the interesting thing about this is when you have a look at migration data, the two top places where people land in Australia, first is Sydney first, Melbourne second. So... If you're having a look at what's happening, there's a bit of a a groundswell that's happening. Over the next two years, we've got more migrants coming into the country. They land in Sydney first, Melbourne second. There's going to be an issue with the amount of um, approvals. There's less approvals, 45% decline in the apartment approvals, and build costs are going up. So the big message to all of you here is that If you're thinking about the property market, you're thinking about um, investing, now's a good time because the pressure um, on the, there's a massive amount of pressure on the rental system. And we're going to see rents continue to climb. We're going to see rent uh, property prices increase past this next 12 months. I hope you've all got something valuable out of today's um, TikTok live. If you've got any questions, field them all to me now. I'll just scroll down and see what questions have popped up. One is, if I have a house in the UK, do I sell it and buy here in Oz or leave it as is for now? So, Tom, um, it's hard to say. I mean, the I probably wouldn't want to be um, doing much currency swaps at the moment. The pound is suffering. 
Um, it's it's at uh, all-time lows at the moment, so I probably wouldn't want to be converting pound into the Aussie dollar right now. If I'm going to answer the question in another way, um, I do think that now is a good time to be buying real estate in Australia. It has come off. It's across the nation. It's come off by about 10%, roughly, and oh, between 5 and 10%, depending on what state you're going to buy in. It's going to continue to keep on coming down, so it's a really good time to be buying. And I think we're going to see some growth over the next 24 to 36 months. What other questions have we got here? No, that's it. We've only got one question today. Um, happy Friday to you all. I hope you have a good rest, restful long weekend. And um, happy investing. I'll catch you all next Friday.